T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ooh, I'm not a real hands-on evil genius. Uh, Austin Powers Gold member. Anyway, hey, it is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN and uh, had a magnificent weekend in Ellicottville. And, uh, you know, that's uh, I'm part of this really large group of, of friends. And we, bl- we block out a whole bunch of rooms at a certain place in Ellicottville, and it's become an annual tradition. And we all got there pretty much at exactly the same time because those accidents on Friday in the 90, um, we had to take Harlem to William and then get on the 90 there. But uh, it, it's just, you know what, it, it, it's something to which you look forward to and you get there and the time just goes so quickly. And every year on Monday, I start to tear up on the drive back because I know it's going to be another year before we do um, uh, Fall Fest again. And it's just a, uh, you know, it's just a super cool feeling. I mean, I never thought in my life that uh, it was possible to sit down at a restaurant with 22 of your closest friends and with a Bills game on. That's uh, un- uncanny. Uncanny, I tell you. But anyway, here, here's what I want to do. If you guys if you guys are interested, I will keep on doing this as a topic. But if I detect that you guys say, Tom, it sucks. Move on. I, I've got a bunch of topics every single day, so I'm not going to be offended. I may question your judgment a little bit, but I'm not going to be offended. Um, now, the the workers' comp question was the first one. What happens if somebody is working at home? Um, that is best directed at a lawyer. But as I understand it, um, if the injury happens in the regular course of your duties, it doesn't matter where it happens. It's still a compensable situation. But... That don't take my word for it, okay? There are lawyers who specialize in workers' comp. Those are the people with whom you should be speaking. And just because just because somebody has a law degree does not mean they know everything about all kinds of law. There there are so many different branches of the law, and you could have somebody who's the world's best criminal re- uh, attorney out there. Now you could you could have somebody who's going to get you not guilty, even with a video. But they might not know anything about corporate law. They might not know anything about compensation cases. It's a, it's like, it's like the medical area. It's a very specialized um, situation. Uh, it's hard to know everything about everything, and like everything else, um, 
it, it's just become ultra specialized. But anyway, uh, this show today, right now, I am talking to you about working at home, working remotely, because the statistic that I see is that six out of every 10 of you are working remotely at least one day a week. And about 30% of you, that's what you do. You work remotely. Now, in the last hour, about a half hour ago, I said to you guys, well, you know what? Maybe this isn't a Buffalo thing. Maybe this is not a topic for Buffalo because we have a typical commute time of around 18 minutes. You start talking about Los Angeles or New York or the GTA and your commuting time can easily be an hour and a half and two hours. When I lived in Newport Ritchie, Florida, my commute time to get to work in the morning was an hour and a half. Newport Ritchie to St. Petersburg by way of Route 19. Because at that point, there were all stoplights. They had not built the overpasses and underpasses yet. Uh, I was shocked when I made the trip a few years back after they redid Route 19 and how quickly I could get to Newport Ritchie. I wish they would have done that back when I lived there. I wouldn't have a broken back. But anyway... Um, at least I can polish the fenders. Anyway, sorry, there was a Billy Joel reference, which probably didn't work. So do you work at home? Do you like working at home? Now, my caller, my fan from Batavia, who said he would call back, and he was a man of honor and a man of his word. He did call back, and he says that in the short run, it might be okay for people to work remotely, but in the long run, we are basically not going to have cohesive uh, working situations uh, where people can build teams. And one of the problems that a lot of us of a certain age have with people who are 20 or 30 or 40 years younger than we are is we look at, we look at you young people and, and we don't think you can communicate. And we're just as bad, okay? We're just as bad, but if we have to, we can fake a phone conversation if we have to. We can certainly fake a face-to-face -face conversation if we have to. But some of you who are maybe 20, 30 years old, you, you've never really had a telephone conversation. It's all been text. You've never really looked into somebody's eyes, right? It's all been text and emojis. Um, you've never even been in a fist fight because it's just all been, yeah, well, screw you. Yeah, screw your mother. Okay, we're done. Um, all in text, mind you, which will come back and haunt you in 40 years when somebody wants you in the Supreme Court. 803-0930. Are you a remote worker? Are you a manager who's dealing with this? And I, I find it interesting, and I don't know if it's a correlation or not. I find it fascinating that more Americans are working at home, from home, than ever before, but more Americans are also as depressed as they've ever been, and they're quitting jobs at rates like we've never seen. Really? And I forget whether it was on this show or uh, David Bellavia's show or Beamer. I, I forget. Maybe it was on this station. Maybe it wasn't. But I, I heard a story of a guy who had a six-figure, multi-six-figure job in the legal profession, he quit it. He's a checkout clerk at a gas station, and he loves that so much more. I'm just saying. Let's go to Suzanne in Elma. Suzanne, you're on WBEN. Hello. I forget it. Maybe it was on. Oh, hello. I just had turned my radio down. Um, 
I have been working at 25 years. Um, I work for myself, though. But prior to that, I worked for great companies, and I was in my 20s. I was young. Um, a couple of things with that. You learn from others that are not in your department. And so if you're working, you're going to lunch, you're taking breaks, you're having meetings, and you're learning things that you're not working on. And I, I learned so much just because I worked for a bunch of mid-sized to large companies just from talking to people about what they're doing. Um, so that's number one that I would have missed a lot in my 20s if I didn't have that. Number two, you are totally not making any work friends. There's no opportunities to go out for happy hour or anything like that. So I, I've been talking to my uh, my son's friends who are getting jobs and going right into remote work, and they hate it because mm. they're just starting out. They want to make friends. They want to go to happy hour. All that stuff we did in our 20s, like that before you get married and have kids and stuff like that. So that's the second thing. And I have to really emphasize what that, the guy from Batavia said. Um, I have a 22-year-old son, and I have a 15-year-old daughter, and they do not like to interact with people. My like if if you tell my son to call someone, I think he'd rather die. Wow. And we're really losing the human interaction and by everybody working at home, it's just magnifying that in a big way. I well, think that guy from Batavia had it all right. I, I think he, he made some excellent points. And Susan, one of the um, one of the things about talk radio that is is its heart blood, you know, it's 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 pulse and its lifeblood actually is the fact that we are a human element. Until I get replaced by AI, this is a human element. You are human. I am human. And in an era of technology, anything that is human is almost become a pleasant nostalgic memory. Yes, it has. Yes, but that's not good. How are we supposed to get on with it? That like, there's going to be a big problem with it. With it, I I do believe. And now, I working for myself after working out for ten years, interacting and and having to deal with people that I don't like, people that I do like difficult people, uh, all that stuff that goes on in the workplace. Working for myself, I love it. I, I do love it. However, I have my own business and I have clients, so I do get out and have the best of both worlds. I get to get dressed and I get to go and have meetings and stuff like that. But um, I don't think I, I, I'm, I'm grateful for the time that I worked for, uh, for companies and I worked out in the, in the world. I really am. And if you do work for yourself, it requires so much discipline. When I started my business, I would not, I, re, I would get up, I would take a shower, I would get dressed, and I would sit down at my computer. I would not be working in my, well, I had my good sweatpants that I put on, but I definitely made myself feel like I was at work. I did not work in my pajamas. I did not roll out of bed and go sit down and work. I made myself feel professional. And if you don't do that, I don't know how you can get by. That, that's a very interesting point. I wonder how many people listening who are remote workers are saying, yeah, right on, Susan, or what a square. Uh, but they're <laughs> no, doing it with I their hand know. like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Don't be a square. Uh, Suzanne, thank you very much for the call from Elma. Okay. Great call. Great show.
Uh, working I- remotely, working from home. Is it working for you? And uh, it's a good time to call. And I, look, I don't try to waste anybody's time. If you're on hold, if you're nice enough to call, I try to get to you as fast as I can. Jack, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. How are you today? Hello, Jack. Um, I, I felt I could contribute to the conversation about the remote working um, deal. So uh, basically in a generation that's raised by, you know, social media and not interacting with anyone whatsoever, I feel that, that uh, you know, young children and even some adults today are, um, you know, at risk for, you know, not being able to effectively communicate with each other and not being able to establish really a human connection to one another. So I, I know you mentioned uh, another day on your show about, um, uh, what was it, uh, like humans not being able to communicate properly with one another. You can't, like, speak over the phone. Yes. People are, like, not confident enough to speak with each other. Well, you know, Jack, the, the, line, the line I usually use that you might be thinking of is, it's one thing to have 5,000 friends on Facebook, but how many of those friends will take you to the emergency room at 3 a.m.? Exactly. Or, you know, one of those friends will probably be broadcasting something live and, you know, they, they won't even care about it. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're all raised by uh, and affected by uh, social media in some aspects. And, you know, whether it's COVID, whether it's, you know, social distancing, all that stuff that uh, contributes to the problem, uh, you know, we're not on a very good path. We're not on a good path to be, you know, like communicating properly with one another. And um, it's really just kind of separated uh, the human aspect of it, you know. Well, this this is obviously uh, the second or third time this particular aspect of remote working has come up. Let me give you the um, the contrary view of those who say, well, wait, people who work at home are more productive or as productive as those who do the old school thing of going into the office. So what's the harm? And what you're saying is the harm Mm -hmm. is we have depersonalized one another, which, by the way, is, I think, directly linked to people not having patience, to people acting entitled, and to people just flipping their their stuff in traffic. Yeah, and it's really our attraction to instant gratification, too. Um, When you have people working on their computers all day, you know, uh, you hop onto a Zoom call or something like that, are you really are you really getting like a job done effectively? Are you being productive in in your pursuit to uh, you know reach a certain audience or do the job well? Uh, I think you really need to be in a hands-on environment. You need to be learning consistently uh, when you're in your uh, line of work. Um, you need to know how to do the job well. And do- I don't think uh, online stuff does. Uh, does that very well for people. Jack, just a quick question. Do you think that that is equal, uh, equally true for those who've been in a career for 20, 30, or 40 years? Uh, yeah, definitely. Really? Because uh, honestly, I, if I were to do the show from Florida, I would tell you I was doing the show from Florida, but you, you wouldn't hear a difference. And, and, there, um, and, and I have reached that point where I've become more of a mentor than somebody who is being mentored. Yeah. 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 I, I just think people need to be able to be in a, in a hands-on environment, understand like effectively how to do the job, you know, and communicate properly. Yep. 
Exactly. Jack, uh, great call. Thank you very much. Um, hey, guys, I'm really enjoying this topic, and I'm glad you are too. Thank you, because I thought it was a good one. And, again, I was a little concerned. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's too New York or L.A. for Buffalo, but, uh, you know, don't call now, but you can call in about 10 minutes. That way I reduce your time on hold. Here's Gina in Amherst on WBEN. Thank you for holding, and it's your turn. Gina? Gina left us. I feel so broken up with. I feel almost bilious. I feel a little brokenhearted, actually. I think maybe the connection got lost. I don't think she just hung up on us at all. So anyway, hey guys, how you doing? It's uh, Bowerly. It's uh, Tuesday. Josh Schmidt is back in the saddle after a week in Mexico. Uh, Josh, you will never outdrink me with tequila, just so you know. Tequila is a fine beverage because it has fewer calories than most other alcoholic beverages. Um, although our particular group, as I said at the beginning of the show, in Ellicottville, um, basically we, we murdered a bottle of Peach Crown each and every day. No, none of us drive. Uh, none of us drove. But also, none of us got intoxicated. It was all right, maybe one person got intoxicated, but everybody else was okay. All right, if you're just joining us, we're talking about remote work. Um, if you've been listening, I, I don't have to reset up the topic after the news at 3:30. Um, I'll 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 play it by ear when I see the phones either ringing or not ringing at 3:35. And like I say, seriously, I am well aware of how busy you are because I'm the same way. And I know you don't like to be on hold any more than you have to be. Believe me, I'm twice as bad as you will ever be. So uh, that's why I get to people as fast as I possibly can. I want to give everybody their chance on the air, but I also don't like keeping people on hold because, uh, I believe me, I, I know what it's like, and you've got better things to do. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome, it's uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, thanks to, uh, let's see, Villagios um, in Ellicottville, Finnerty's in Ellicottville, and Dina's in Ellicottville uh, for putting up with uh, 
<laughs> my rowdy friends uh, over the weekend. Very, very kind. Anyway, uh, all right, we're back with you. And if you're just joining us, uh, let me just kind of set up where we are with the program right now. And I was a little concerned about an hour ago because I thought, you know, I might be doing a topic that works really well in Washington, D.C. or Miami or New York or L.A., but for Buffalo, it's irrelevant. And I guess it is relevant to you guys. Uh, and the topic is working from home. Those of you who are remote workers, my question is, how is it working out for you? Now, do you know from whom we have not heard today? Well, we have not heard from any younger 20-something or 30-something remote workers saying, I really think that I'm not getting a good social experience at work because all I'm doing is working in my pajamas and I never get to meet anybody. I don't get to go to happy hour. I don't get to be reprimanded by HR for something I said under my breath that I didn't really mean to Josh Schmidt once when he was wearing a thong. I <laughs> That never happened. I'm just having fun with Josh, and I'll see HR tomorrow. But anyway, uh, 803-0930 is the phone number, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Are you a, a remote worker? Could you be a remote worker? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? If you're a manager, how hellish is it trying to maintain a workforce when really there's no cohesion? See, that's that's the thing. If, if you're trying to set up a corporate culture, you've got to have cohesion. Now, just as an example, and maybe you can relate this to your workplace, maybe you can't, and you just use your imagination, okay? Put your imagination cap on. What if the Buffalo Bills did all of their film review alone? What if they did all of their game planning alone? What if they did, yeah, what if Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, what if they simply Zoomed each other and they didn't really get on the field and practice with the, you understand that's not good for cohesion. What if in the Army, platoons didn't actually work together and go through training together. They just all did it on Zoom meetings. It wouldn't work because you need cohesion in a team game, and obviously you need cohesion in, in the military. Like a submarine, I've heard the uh, submariners say that uh, all it takes is one guy and I'm going to die. Every single person on the sub has to do their job at exactly the right time in the right way or else we all die. They tend to take that very seriously. But uh, how is remote working working for you? Because supposedly the national statistic is 30%, roughly 30% of people in America are full-time working remotely. And then 60-odd percent are partially working remotely, that is to say at least one day a week. Well, my question to you is here in Buffalo, here in western New York, how is that working for you? And if it is true that our younger workers aren't learning how to become better workers because they're not getting mentoring and they're not getting the cross-pollination from other departments that one of our previous callers had discussed. In other words, she learned things that were outside her immediate scope of employment simply through, I guess, assimilation and osmosis. Um, and you'll, you'll find that to be the case. And it's especially helpful to somebody early on 
in in their career. I mean, at, honestly, at this point, look, if you've been doing a job over 40 years, look, you can always learn new stuff. You can always fine-tune what you do. But if you've been doing something for 40 years, um, there's not a whole lot of coaching that you need. There's not a whole lot of nudging that you need. You still got to be kept on the rails, okay? And, and I certainly get that. But as far as the basics and, and having the basics, you've got you you had the basics down 30 years ago. <laughs> All right, let me get your calls, okay? Your calls. Those of you who work remotely sometimes or or part of the time, and the other side of this too is those of you who are stuck going to work, and the reason America has an epic level of depression. It, could it possibly be, caught, be because, in part, those of us who are going to work are typically going to empty office spaces, like the woman who put up the viral video of her crying underneath her desk in the empty office? I would like your phone calls now, please. 803-0930, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. And something that a number of people have brought up, uh, and one one guy sounded like he he might be a younger fella. Of course, to me, you know, it's funny how the older you get, younger fella changes over time. <laughs> At one point, they were the older fella, now they're the younger fella. <laughs> uh, but it, one, of the, one of the concerns that has been expressed, and maybe you've got some views on this, is if young people just getting into the workforce if they only know remote working, they don't learn how to communicate. They don't know how to conduct themselves in a voice-to-voice phone call. They don't know how to conduct themselves in a face-to-face meeting. And they never get to experience what I happen to believe is one of the great truisms of business and professional and personal life. And it is something mom always used to say, It's not what you know, it's whom you know. And when you are deprived of the opportunity of meeting people face-to-face, I think that might hurt you in the long run. Because I'll tell you, guys, there have been a number of times in my life where I have had to call somebody that I have met socially or met them as part of my job where I've had to call them And I knew whom to call because we'd had a face-to-face conversation. So I kind of filed that away in the back of my brain. Hey, if this ever happens, I know that i got to call this guy. If this ever happens, I know i got to call her. And there's something to be said for getting out there and meeting people. It really is. Um, 803-0930. Is this all making sense to you? Because, um, again... If I was doing this show in L.A., Washington, New York City, um, Long Island, even the suburbs, Boston, how can I forget Boston, Philadelphia, any, any of the cities on the East Coast which have the traffic problems they do, I know that my phones would be blowing up because it is a huge issue in those heavily urban core areas. I don't know if it is a big issue here in western New York, and again, Um, Our commute time, our typical average commute time is around 18 minutes. Yeah, it's around 18 minutes. So you may not feel as passionately 
about your right to work at home as somebody who is living in New York and maybe they've got a place in Newark and maybe it's a two-hour commute or they've got to take the Long Island Railroad to get to work every day in Manhattan. I mean, folks, that's an ordeal. It's like being in the twilight zone. Can you imagine two hours every day of your life? You have to be at work by 8, so you're on the train at 5.30, 6 in the morning. Then you get out of work. It's 5 o'clock. You want to go home and watch some 8 o'clock football, do you? Well, good. You'll need those two hours because you're going to get out at 5. You're going to get on the train. By the time you get home, it's going to be two and a half hours from the time you left work. And I will tell you, because I went through this in uh, Tampa St. Pete, living in Newport Ritchie, um, working in St. Petersburg, taking the old Route 19 north-south in Florida. It was a pain in the... I had to leave every morning way early, and it would take me forever to get home. It was not... And it was literally 30 odometer miles. That's all it was. 30 miles, and it would take an hour and a half, at least an hour and a half in the morning. But again, they've changed Route 19 now, so it's definitely a lot faster than it used to be. So if you're listening now and you live in Clearwater, you're saying, what's Bowerly talking about? I can make Newport Ritchie to St. Pete in 20 minutes. Yeah, of course you can, but you couldn't back in 1989. Trust me. Um, 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, and those of you who uh, who are younger, and maybe you're answering maybe you're answering this question for me by your silence, um, are you able to have a face-to-face conversation with somebody? Or is that a skill, honestly, that you do not have? And we've talked about this maybe too many times, but one of the things that people of my age happen to notice, and it's kind of depressing, is we'll see people, we'll see four 20-somethings or 30-somethings at a table, in a bar, a restaurant, wherever. They're together physically, but each of them has their own device out and they're separately scrolling through their phones. Oh, they're together. I guess they're socializing, at least in terms of propinquity of time and, and, and space, but they're not really getting to know each other. And to be very blunt with you, I would much rather receive a text message myself than a telephone call. I don't like talking on the telephone. I just don't like it. To me, texting is a very efficient way to communicate um, on a personal level. Okay, I don't think it works so well on a talk show, to be honest with you. But on a personal level, I think it's very, very convenient uh, texting. But I assure you that those of us who are of a certain age and a certain inclination we are absolutely able to carry on face-to-face dialogue with people. And we, despite our joy of conveniences of email and texting, we've not forgotten that interpersonal touch. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. John in Tonawanda vigorously disagrees with something. John, you're on. Go ahead. Yeah, um, so I'm 31. I'm kind of between... You know the current generation and uh 
your generation, the boomers and like the Gen X's. Um, and I just, you know, I, I think a lot of kids who are 20 somethings, they, 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 their social skills are, are, are fine. I mean, um, I work in an office. One second. Okay. Sorry, I threw back up. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I work in an, in an office with a bunch of 20-somethings. I mean, we all converse just fine, you know. I mean, there's long-form conversation. There's confab, you know, how's it going here and there. Um, I tend to think that, like, my parents, maybe people in your generation kind of see it as like, oh, well, you know, uh, these kids have, have, have phones. They, they don't know what it's like to, to, to talk and see face-to-face. And we had to walk uphill both uh, uh, both ways. and With barbed wire. With with barbed wire and freezing winds, um, I, I just tend to think it's more of a perspective thing. I mean, I think this generation is like, oh, they, they didn't have dial-up. They didn't have, you know, uh, to hit the tape recorder to hear, like, their song. And I, I'm kind of like, oh, well, they don't have that. They suck. But, um, you know, that's, that's not the case. I think it's more of a perspective issue. Uh, if you have more to say, you're more than welcome to say it after the break. Uh, and if you've got a response to what John had to say, I will hear it at 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. He says, hey, he's 31. The 20-somethings with whom he works, they're totally able to ca- carry out long-form conversation. So people of my generation, and I'm 59 um, we just don't see that. It's selective perception, and he might have a point. So back to uh, John, 31 years old, Tonawanda, and he says, we old farts need not worry about the young people's ability to communicate face-to-face in long form. Right, right. Um, so I, I think I also have a special perspective. Um, I'm going back to school, too, so I'm around a bunch of 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds, and the way they interact is the same way I, I did in high school back in the mid, mid-2000s when cell phones just came out, you know. Um, if you go to Tim Hortons and you see, like, in Williamsville, um, if you see, like, at the Spot Coffee or Tim Hortons when the kids get out, out of uh, high school, they're in the Tim Hortons having coffee, talking like, you know, people would back in the 70s, the 80s, like the 90s, or all this, they're off their phones and they're just joking and laughing. And I, I think there's a, there's a sort of... A perspective of like, oh, the kids today are on the computers, they're on Discord, they're on games, they're not out. But I mean, me being in between, I kind of had that special perspective where I, I can see it as like they're pretty much the same. I mean, you know, they're m- maybe not as as socially, uh, I, I guess, uh, adept, more friendly wise people were that back in the day. But I mean, they're they're like you know, when when they get older, they're they're going to be like you and me. Well, you know, I I don't know um, how um, the young people are going to meet lifelong mates. I mean, hooking up is easy, all right? It's easier than it's ever been. Finding a lifelong mate, that's a little bit more difficult. And if you're going to find a lifelong mate, y'all can't be on a cell phone, you know, one on one phone, the other on the other phone. And, and I, I do see I do see a lot of that at bars, not so much at coffee shops, because I don't really go to coffee shops um, and work on the great American novel uh, and bring a laptop. So everybody knows I'm an author. Uh, I, I don't really go to, to, to coffee shops, but I do you know, go to a lot of bars and restaurants. And seriously, I do see a lot of occasions where a bunch of younger people, they're all looking at their own individual phones. Whereas if you were to see 
uh, our group, we'll pass around one phone. Somebody will find something and we'll share it together. Like, hey, look, it's Booker's thong on a ceiling fan. Got to see that. Yeah. Um, I'd like to add that, you know, with the dating scene, I'm, I'm married. I've been married for five years. I've been with my wife for 15. But, um, you know, I, I tend to agree. I, I think the dating scene is really bad right now. And I don't hear a whole whole lot of stories, but the ones that I, I do, it's, it's very much like an express hookup. And it's that I, I would not want to be dating right now. Um, just with the whole change in culture, the Me Too stuff, the phones, um, that I think is definitely a problem. You know, that's so interesting because I've said this a million times. If I were dating again, I would literally sit down with my lawyer and we'd work out a defensive strategy so that nobody could ever make a false accusation. It would include videotapes. It would include signed contracts. And if anybody doesn't like it, too bad. Well, at this point, it's, I think it's better just to be like a monk or something. <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't mind carpal tunnel, yeah. I mean, uh, I thank you, <laughs> John. I thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate. I appreciate the call. I mean, seriously, folks. Seriously, I, I, I it's like when you think about all the, the 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 Buffalo Sabers, the Buffalo Bills. These are young, virile men filled with testosterone. Okay, and they're also filled with boatloads of money. To me, that's a nice, juicy target to go after. And uh, if I were in their shoes, man, I'd have a lawyer. I'd have a lawyer with me in the bedroom. All right, miss. Now, before we go here, I need you to sign off on this. Uh, by the way, the videotape is rolling. We'll, all right, we'll pixelate that. Don't worry. And uh, all right, you're good to go. I'll be leaving the room. I'll be back in 20 minutes to make sure that the uh, spot you don't want to be on is not misassigned. Uh, seriously. So, every time you got that kind of money every time you go every time you're alone with a woman and you don't have proof that you're not a monster is an opportunity where you could be horribly exposed seriously um it is uh, 357 and i haven't heard <clears throat> i haven't heard anything about matt ariza recently nothing zero zilch at all uh in other words no charges have been filed against matt ariza that doesn't mean they won't be. I'm just saying there haven't been. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.